This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series. You join me at 8 a.m. as usual every single day as much as we feasibly can. Talking about, of course, only one thing and that is Arsenal. You join me the day after Arsenal have progressed through to the fourth round of the League Cup with a comfortable 3-0 victory over AFC Wimbledon. Let us know in the chat box if you are one of the few that were able to watch the game at the stadium last night. There were millions of Arsenal fans around the world unable to catch a glimpse of Arsenal. For It's genuinely the first time I can remember that no one, um, where a game is just not televised anywhere um and we're relying on commentary we're relying on people in the ground uh, to help us out it was an incredibly strange experience i've actually got a piece coming out later on football london talking about last night and the experience of, of not being able to watch it and reporting like if as a as a writer and having to do like a piece about the game when you've not watched it it's very very hard was relying a lot on help from Chris Wheatley and him providing information throughout the game. Of course, having Sky Sports uh, on as well, showing some of the clips and highlights as they happen throughout the game too, along with uh, the Arsenal.com commentary. So it was kind of a triple threat uh, of information uh, throughout the game. There were some, as we say, some people helping out in the grounds, as I'm sure you're very much well aware of by now. Um, but it was, yeah, it was a very, very interesting evening and not one that I would like to repeat anytime soon. And I'm sure that you agree with me on that. And obviously we'll be back to usual service on Sunday with the North London Derby fully televised, of course, as you would expect for a game of that magnitude. Anyway, I hope you're doing good. I hope you're well this morning. If you could drop a like 
on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here and turn those notifications on so you never miss a show and join up as a member i was just checking the memberships this morning and we're actually uh we're what two months um we're two months so four months sorry away from our first two uh two-year members now two-year membership is the highest longevity that you can get to and it's the final unlock of the new badge um when we first launched memberships two years ago nearly um they launched with these badges as if you remember you'll know next to your name it will show up with a certain icon and the two-year membership is the most prestigious icon next to your name and there are some members four members in particular gary hardy matt g glenn uh as, as a lot of you have probably seen glenn over on some of the youtube channels and ola sola who are all now four months away from their uh two-year badge so fair play and if you are only just starting out as a TGT member, as part of the TGT community, welcome, first of all, and I would encourage you to do so because the community that we're building here and in our Discord server as well is absolutely brilliant. So continue to help support the channel. Anyway, we are here, of course, to talk about that 3-0 victory over AFC Wimbledon. Now, we didn't do a live show straight after the game because, you know, as is with most of the games this season and my new job, I am working. We did do a live reaction show straight after the game over on the Arsenal way. So you can check out my immediate thoughts with Chris uh, Davison over on the Arsenal way. Link to the channel is in the description. Um, but for my general thoughts ahead of the game, I was really frustrated with the lineup. You probably saw with one of my videos that went out prior to kickoff over on the Arsenal way as we uploaded a couple of kind of reaction clips. I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy that Partey was starting. I wasn't happy that Patino wasn't in the squad. I wasn't happy that Balogun wasn't starting. I wasn't happy that there wasn't any youth players whatsoever in the squad. And I don't count Balogun as one. And Hein, of course, who was available. I'm talking more about outfield youth players. Hein has, with his new contract, been more involved with the first team and has been for some time. It is just a real um, frustration for me that we risked Partey. Now, I know, and a colleague over at London, Chris Wheatley, did uh, get told that Partey was very much pushing to be involved in the game. I just thought it was unnecessary. I thought it was an unnecessary risk. He came through the game fine, and that's all wonderful. But I, I just... I just wouldn't have taken the risk if it was me. I just would not have done it. I think it was, it became a game in which I was really excited to see what might happen with some of the youth available to Mikel Arteta into a game that I really was sitting with kind of my hands on, like my hands underneath me, just really sitting on trying not to get too anxious about the idea of Partey getting injured. I know that Partey can get injured and that any player can get injured at any time. But why take a chance when you can take no chance at all? That's kind of where I was uh, where I was at at the start of the game. Charlie Patino, I really genuinely was frustrated with that one because I don't know when else you would play him. Like we got leads, of course, in the fourth round of the cup competition. When are you going to play Charlie Patino? This is a great opportunity, and I don't buy into the opinion of he's only seventeen. He's still going to get more chances. This was a great chance. There's no guarantee that Arsenal are in Europe again next season, and there's no guarantee that Arsenal get a lower league opposition in one of the cup rounds. If you remember back to 2020-21, we had what Leicester, Liverpool, Manchester City. Like we don't have this luxury of playing a lower league opposition side that often, and it's shown even now this season by getting leads in the next round. It was really genuinely an opportunity missed for me. Really genuinely was. We saw Saka and Smith-Rowe come off the bench. 
One of those two could have easily been a Charlie Patino. We were 1-0 up at the time when we made those subs. And I know that Saka and Smith Rowe both looked good when they came on. It's It was just a real disappointment not to see him in the squad. Um, and I think he really would have benefited from his first kind of timeout. Now, we will go through Arteta's press conference, of course, and go through some of his explanations and reasons. Fila says, there's no rush. I just disagree with this. I just think it's a missed opportunity. I think it's an opportunity that we could have played Patino and there is not necessarily a quote-unquote rush, but I think it's a missed opportunity and that's the problem. And if you remember, Bakaya Saka was playing Benny at 17 um, and that's it. It's not a case of waking up on the wrong side of the bed. It's just my opinion about Patino. I would have played him, was I manager, and I think it's a missed opportunity not to play him. Uh, Arteta does address that in the press conference. So let's go through some of the things that he said. Oh, we need to work hard for that. He says, as long as we were 1-0 up, they were obviously still in the game. In any situation like a set piece, you can concede a goal. So we knew that we had to close the game down. We did that at the end and it looked comfortable, but it was always a tough game. And I did find myself thinking that following on with the commentary and the, and the live blogs as well, that it wasn't really clicking for Arsenal. Arsenal started off the game with Eddie and Ketia. Um, and and Lacazette is kind of a weird front two, and then Martinelli and Maitland-Niles playing in wider positions with Lukonga and Partey. First time they started together as centre midfield pairing, by the way, um, in the middle, and we lacked that 10. We lacked that creativity. We lacked someone to play those key passes, and we were very reliant, as we have been for some time, on the wide areas. Martinelli looked really bright, and that's where we got our penalty from, of course, but we lacked something through the middle. Uh, and that's the feeling I got from speaking to plenty of people that were at the game was that we didn't really have that spark. And we only got that spark when Smith-Rowe and Saka were introduced later on in the game. Of course, Emil Smith-Rowe's introduction did bring with it the second goal, as we know. And if it was the plan for uh, to play Partey for an hour, uh, Arteta says, yes, it was. He hasn't played a lot of minutes since he's been injured. We believe the rhythm of matches is nothing like any in training sessions. I think it was very beneficial for him. That's his explanation. Again, I just personally wouldn't have risked him. It just It's just me. I think training sessions up until the North London derby would have been fine. But he did it, and that's and he came through it, so we can't complain too much at the end of the day. And if it was a risk to play him against Wimbledon, he says, we didn't think so, and that's why we made the decision to play him, but it's always a risk when you play a match or have a training session that is the intensity, uh, at the intensity that we train. Interestingly, uh, if you remember back to uh, Anna Slot, the final coach, saying that Reese Nelson's experiencing a new level of intensity with Feyenoord training sessions. So interesting that Arteta brings that up. We believe it was the right thing to do and he was really pushing for it. So I think it worked out well. On Saka looking lively and if he's getting back to his best now, obviously he's not been too great. But the fact that they're asking that question based off of what, a 15, 20 minute cameo is, is a little bit premature. Uh, Arteta says he finished the game against Burnley much better than he did the week before. Again, he was seeking minutes. He wanted to play some minutes to get some match fitness. Again, I think when he came on, he looked really strong. And on how many changes he expects to make on Sunday, I don't know. I'll review the game and you will see how many changes we make. On the crowd and the players treating the match seriously and lack of big celebration, the approach is to perform and win every single match. That has to be the aim of this football club, to have 50,000 fans in the Carabao Cup on a Wednesday night is pretty special. And it doesn't happen in many places. The players notice that. And obviously that raises the level of demands. They made the right, they made the night more special. Now, I think that it was very, 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 very much, in my opinion, 
Um, <laughs> I think it was very much, in my opinion, a situation where because the game wasn't televised, that would have had a big, big effect on how many people were in the stadium. I think we can all kind of agree on that. <laughs> if you want to watch the game and you can go to the game, you'd go to the game because there's no other way for you to watch it. So I get that. Um, but, but of course, there is a factor behind it. Uh, on Lacazette's performance, he says he was captain because he's one of our leaders and senior players. We haven't been able to play him a lot last week. I wanted to play him, but we had some injuries through the game and we couldn't use him. Today, he scored a goal and he worked hard again. It's obviously Alexander Lacazette's future at the club still very much up in the air. We don't know if he's going to be staying after the end of his contract, which expires at the end of this season. The likelihood is probably not at this stage, and Arsenal will look to bring in a striker. We know that they are interested, in, very much interested in signing Tammy Abraham in the summer of this of this season and this year. And so I think that probably indicates that Lacazette is very much well aware of his future being uh, threatened and challenged by even more competition, and so he will probably seek a move away. But... He can be useful this season. We can use him if we need to. And hopefully we can get something from him. On how impressed he's been with Nketia. He says, I think Nketia gives us a lesson every day and his professional should... And his professional should live... Oh, sorry. I think Eddie gives us a lesson every day in his professionality. Is that what they mean? That sentence doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> of how any professional should live in this job. What on earth did they transcribe there? There's been a lot of speculation around him, a lot of debate, but he's got his head down and trained harder than anyone else. He looks after himself and he supports all his teammates in any circumstance. So I am happy for him. And it's no coincidence that he's able to perform at that level and physically how he manages the game because he trains the best every day. So I am delighted for him. When Arteta says he trained harder than anyone else that's a bit of a statement it's a bit of a statement I mean how do you feel about that because knowing that Nketiah a player who's third choice striker training harder than anyone else is that expected because he's not getting chances so you'd expect him to be training harder than say people that are comfortably in the first team like a Bamier or is it a detriment to the other players I suppose it depends on how you look at it uh, on about Charlie Patino and how close he was being to squads, uh, he said he was very close, but we decided as well that some players needed minutes and it will happen naturally in, in time. And on how impressed he's been with Patino, he says that Charlie has been good. He's trained more and more with us and played a practice game at Colney and he was really good. Again, give him time and we will prepare him. I hear you, Arteta. I would have played him. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. I would have played him in this game. I think it was a big opportunity. I don't see an excuse not to play him in the match. He is ready. He is. If he's good enough, he should play. It's a very, very simple, simple thing for me. Uh, let's go on to the next part. Where have I gone? Hold on. Here we go. Forget this on another tab. Uh, on the mood and feeling more positive. We're nearly at the end now, guys. Um, absolutely. But winning football matches is what brings that connection and belief and fans happier. They are here to support the team and they want to see the team winning. It is a natural thing. They have always been with the team and now they are at a different level and we need them at an even higher level on Sunday because we're going to need them and hopefully we can enjoy a beautiful day together positivity three wins on the bounce going into the north london derby is what you need on getting leads in the next round he says i just found out we have experience of that one we know how tough it will be big match cup games against leeds united bringing back 
memories of Thierry Henry scoring that famous goal. On the momentum going into the North London derby, Arteta says it's really important because confidence raises competition and brings the best out of you when you have difficult moments. Now the boys have won three matches in a row, so credit for how they have handled the situation and now they are really looking forward to playing on Sunday, which is the biggest day of the season for us so far at home and of course you can watch the full press conference over on the Arsenal way uh, link is in the description to the channel if you want to go and watch back Arteta's comments so make sure you do that if you haven't already but the idea around um, this thing about Arteta really pushing this team with momentum and with the decision making of the substitutes of the team selection I think we're in a good place. I think if you look at how Spurs struggled last night against Wolves, they got through by the skin of their teeth thanks to Ruben Neves and Connor Cody missed penalties in that shootout. Manchester United going out to West Ham, really good for this. Like I want the League Cup to be something that we push for. I want it to be something that we genuinely have a stab at this season. Manchester City have used it really well in the past to push them towards the end of that season run. And I think Arsenal have the ability to do that as well now we do move on to the last part of the show which is getting your thoughts your feelings your queries and questions into the chat box i'm just going to close this window because there is something incredibly loud <laughs> outside there we go apologies if there was any background noise um pranjal says Nketiah is above balogun in the pecking order for arteta that seems to be the case right now benny says i think most people at the club have jack wilshire ptsd and that's why patino is being protected so much. I mean, I don't know if Patino's injury history. I don't know if Patino has any issues behind the scenes of injuries, but maybe there's always going to be kind of this situation where we've got a generational talent and we don't want to uh, see him turn out the same way as, as Wilshere did. Uh, Jamie says, hi, Tom. Who would you rather join? Arsenal with Prime Henri and Flamini or Prime Vieira and Carnu? Uh, that's a really strange question, Jamie. Probably Thierry Henry, mate, because I'd love to play alongside him when I was a striker back in the day, although you wouldn't think so from the video that went up on the Arsenal way. Part two coming out next week. Make sure you tune in for that. Just a sneak glimpse. Uh, it's it's more of the same. <laughs> Jose Any2K says, uh, you want us to push for it, but also pushing to start youngsters who have played uh, five under 21 games. Yeah, absolutely. If you're good enough, you're good enough. And 20 minutes at the end of a game off the bench, I think would be really valuable, to be honest. Maggie says, when Xhaka starts the North London derby, how big do you think the fan meltdown will be? A, volcanic, or B, supernova? Well, one's very earthly, the other's very cosmic. So I'll probably go with the, the bigger example, Maggie, and say supernova levels of meltdown is surely set to happen if Xhaka starts. I predicted that I think that he probably will. And then went back on it on the Arsenal Lounge on Monday evening. I I genuinely don't know. Do you think he's going to start? Let us know in the chat. Xhaka starting in the North London derby. Do you think, not do you want, do you think he will start? Yes or no? Throw it into the chat box. Let us know if you think he will start or not. Uh, what was the formation? It was kind of 4-4-2 that merged into the 4 3 3 4 2 3 one as the game went on. Uh, but it started very much out kind of a 4-4-2 or 4-4-1-1 uh, with kind of Maitland-Niles and Martinelli playing in the wider positions. Um, what are we saying? Tim Jallo says, anywhere to see the entire game now? Uh, I am going to check Scout. In fact, I don't know why I haven't checked Scout already. Um, but because it wasn't televised, Scout do usually use uh, 
um, like TV sort of streams to analyze their games. Let me just have a quick check. Uh, it does not look... Oh, hold on. Oh, yes, it appears I can watch stuff um, from the game. Yes, so why Scout? I can watch the whole game, it looks like, but uh, I can't watch it anywhere else uh, from the looks of things. But that's interesting. Hey, it pays to have a why Scout account. It does. If you want to spend over £200 a year, uh, then please be my guest and you can go and watch that game back. Uh, Jonathan says, Emil Smith-Rowe, Laka, Saccharin for the North London derby. What do you think? I wouldn't start Laka. I didn't think he was impressive last night. I think he got a goal and assist, which kind of masked a pretty dour display from the Frenchman. So I'd still stick with Aubameyang, keep play, trying to play him into the form. I would go with Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe either side with Martin Erdegaard at 10 and playing Partey and Lokonga behind him as well. Uh, and Ketia did score a very good goal. The goal from Nketiah, the back kill was elegant. It was beautiful and, yeah, really very much liked it. Uh, Taylor says, hey, Tom, I'm going to start the new YouTube channel. I don't know how to get a scoreboard. Any suggestions for please, uh, my blood? Um, OBS StreamYards and then check OBS scorecards. I couldn't get it to work, so if you can... You're a better person than me, but uh, that's that's what I would suggest, checking on OBS. Uh, Maggie says, Xhaka will start when Lokonga played all 90 mins. That confirmed it for me. Uh, very true. I mean, Lokonga playing the entire game would kind of give some indication that maybe Xhaka comes straight in. John Daly says, no, Xhaka won't start. Sambi and Partey will play. Pranjal says, I'll be more mad if Leno starts the game, and I cannot disagree with you on that one if Leno starts the game against Spurs dearie dearie me answer says Tom do you think English clubs are, are a little timid on playing young players Bellingham Sancho Pedri were all given a chance and they took it I mean to be fair Pedri was signed from uh Las Palmas starting games for Las Palmas are like 16 17 so it's slightly different Bellingham and Sancho Bellingham was playing first team football at Birmingham before moving to Dortmund Sancho, of course, signed from Manchester City's academy uh, and proved himself uh, very quickly at Dortmund, who Dortmund are able to play a lot more youngsters um, than what Arsenal are or any other Premier League clubs in kind of their league games, that's for sure. Manchester United went out last night. I didn't actually see their lineup. I'm just going to look at it now. Uh, Martial, Jaden Sancho, Jesse Lingard, Matic, Juan Mata, Van der Beek, Bay, uh, Dalov, Lindelof, and Tellez and Henderson. I mean, it's a strong team. Um, whereas West Ham didn't have Mikel Antonio. They didn't use Thomas Socek. They didn't use Angelo Ogbonna or Cresswell uh, or Fabianski. They didn't use... Who else are we looking at that I'm missing? Um, no, Vlasic. Sofal came off the bench. Sayer Bamrama stayed on the bench. Kurt Zuma was on the bench. So Pablo Fornals came off the bench too. So, I mean... It was a very impressive second string performance from West Ham in that in that game. I mean, if we have a look at the Chelsea team that played last night against Aston Villa, uh, let's have a quick look at that. Uh, Timo Werner, Hakim Ziyech, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Kante, Loftus-Cheek, Saul, Chilwell, Nab uh, Malang Sar played, which is obviously a player that we were linked to. Trevor Chalabar uh, and Reese James and Aston Villa played with Archer, Buendia, Bertrand Traore, El Ghazi, Nakamba, Sanson, 
uh, Matty Cash, who could be changing nationality, allegiances to Poland, interestingly, to Enzebi, uh, Hauser, uh, steering goal. And actually, I thought Steer's penalty shootout. I don't know if you watched it, but it was awful. I've never seen a goalkeeper really kind of show the player where he's going to dive <laughs> before he's diving for the ball. Um, so there was a lot of, I mean, not a lot of first team players played in those games. So you'd have to say that these players genuinely are, uh, these teams are a little bit hesitant at the moment. And clearly the League Cup is something that they seem to be targeting. Yet Pranjal Sancho has been very poor so far, it's fair to say. Lyndon says, do you expect Arteta to persist with the 4-3-3? I do. I feel like he wants to play this system. I would think, though, that he may revert to the 4-2-3-1 against Spurs. I think he then might go back to the 4-3-3 playing against the likes of Brighton and etc. Uh, Alan Matthews says, do you think Tavares can play can replace Tierney with... Uh, do you think Tavares can replace Tierney in months? He is sloppy sometimes, but he recovers well and he's physically very present. And Saka should play at right wing. What do you think? Alan, I think that Tavares has absolutely no chance of regularly replacing Tierney unless Tierney gets injured. And I think that Saka should definitely play at right wing. John says, do you think we're better equipped to deal with Kane and Son more than any time in the past three to four years? Is a back five of Ramsdale, Tomiyasu, White, Gabriel and Tierney better equipped to deal with Kane and deal with Son more so? I mean, let's look back at the Arsenal game last season. Arsenal Spurs fixtures. Uh, I mean, let's look back. What was the last result between us? Obviously, we won at home and then we lost away. Uh, we won 2-1 in March of this year. What was the lineup that day? We had David Luiz, Gabriel Tini and Cedric. I mean, we've replaced David Luiz with White and Tomiyasu and Ramsdale coming in for Burnt Leno. Is that better at dealing with Kane and Son? I think in the current form that they are, you'd have to say so. Um, but if you have to think, Spurs did beat us 2-0 uh, at, the Snor- at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And that... What was our lineup that day? We had Bellerin, Rob Holding, Gabriel and Tini. Is Tommy Asu better than Bellerin? I'd say yes. Is Ramsdale better than Leno? He's showing to be yes. Is Ben White better than Rob Holding? Yes. And Gabriel and Tini are improving and have improved on last year. So you'd have to say that, yeah, our team is much, much better. Uh, Anish says, Tom, let's stream Arsenal match full replay from Scout for members. Anish, you're not even a member. <laughs> So, so no, absolutely not. And I think I'd get in a lot of trouble with Scout if I did stream uh, the entire game off Scout. <laughs> Matt G says, I'm worried about criticising Sancho. Knowing our luck, he won't score until he plays for us and then he'll score a hat-trick. Well, he scored last night uh, against Wolves in their cup game. Uh, John says, I only watched the highlights, but boy, West Ham could have scored three or four goals in the final minutes against Sheffield United. Competition for the top six will really... Uh, will be, sorry, really difficult this season, let alone the top four. I do tend to agree. Tommy says Tavares would probably replace Tierney in a while. Tierney's only three years older than Tavares. You have to remember that. So I don't think I don't think Tavares will stick around, to be honest. I think Tavares is a really good signing to make. 21 years of age, what, seven million odd quid? Bring him into the team, back up Tierney, and in a few years' time, you're selling on. You sell him on somewhere else for a profit because um, he's not going to take over Tierney. It's just not going to happen. So I think it's a smart bit of business. Uh, morning, Arsenal Brock. Good to have you in the chat box, mate. Musa says, it was so good at the stadium last night. My first match in a couple of years. I'm really 
happy. I'm glad you had a good time, mate. Tis Discuss says, question, due to our bad performances in the past years, in my opinion, players like ESR, Saka, Martinelli, etc., looked better for us than they actually are. They really shouldn't start for a top four Premier League team. Thoughts, is that harsh? I mean, Saka... Saka saying that he shouldn't start for a top four Premier League team, I think is very harsh. Martinelli, I don't think is so harsh. Emil Smith, I think is harsh. Martinelli just needs more minutes. I don't, he was sprightly, is probably the right word to use last night. He was sprightly during the game, but he wasn't, it wasn't really, uh, what's the right word? Um, influential uh, it, beyond the, the winning of that penalty. He, it didn't have that much of an impact, uh, massively so on the game. And that that concerns me. Philip, it was a very nice goal for Eddie Nketiah. Very, very, very nice indeed. And he says, I would love to take membership, but it's not available in our country. And don't with VPN. Oh, fair enough. Um, I Yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. I didn't know that membership wasn't available everywhere. I know that in India, that you have to do a thing where you've got to renew every month or something. Um, but I didn't know it wasn't available everywhere. So there you go. Nick B says, got a random club level ticket last minute. Boy, the upper crust having good. <laughs> the upper crust. <laughs> I love that. Oh, dear. Blythe says, finally, Arsenal have posted highlights. Yes, you can watch highlights of the game on Arsenal's YouTube channel. And you can watch the press conference and the live reaction over on the Arsenal Way link is in the description. I'm going to finish things off there, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Thursday. Will there be a show this evening? There might be. So stick around for that uh, there will be of course the let's talk arsenal show as always as i try to on a friday uh probably around uh three four o'clock uh, and i'm looking forward to some of the shows coming out over the weekend of course for the north london derby uh, it's going to be a very very interesting interesting uh, game indeed i'll see you again very very soon and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.